I want to thank everybody for joining. Uh, if you're watching this, we're recording on Instagram Live, and we'll be posting the full um, audio version of this later on iTunes and Spotify um, as a podcast form. Um, Nick Skirfield here for The Skirf Show with my man Oscar Ramirez from Heavy Metal Racket, one of my favorite uh, clothing companies here in Houston. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How y'all doing? Man, just trying to uh, just trying to get by out here. But we're um, reason I wanted to have you on. You know the the whole purpose of uh, these podcasts. We're looking to spread some positivity, uh, stay connected, especially during uh, during times like this uh, with COVID nineteen. And um, want to get into your uh, your background, the story of your business. We want to talk about what you've been doing during COVID nineteen, how you've been adapting. Uh, want to show off. Some of your uh, some of your designs, your shirts, masks, hats, anything else you got, uh, which I'm excited to look at. I got my, I got a mask here. Cool. I uh, just yeah. got in from. Awesome. I should have started the interview wearing this mask, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got know, this from Donkey Boy the, the other day, our friend. It feels better to take them off. What's that? I said we have them on so much, it feels good to take them off. Yeah, should have started the interview like this, but. Uh, yeah, you guys it's just all started. Good. <laughs> you guys just started selling these. How long? When did you make these? How long ago? Uh, I, this is this was probably the second week that I was selling them, and they're moving pretty good, man. I kind of I didn't really want to do them. I was shying away from it because there's so many people that are doing them, and I wasn't. I'm not big on like chasing profits, you know, like chasing like oh man, you know, people are doing this. We should do it to make money, like right. Um, but uh, shout out to Donkey Boy for getting you one, and shout out to Donkey Boy. He he actually talked to me one day, and he was like, "Man, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to have one." And uh, he kind of put it in perspective. He's like, "You know, we're living in crazy times, and and we're not sure how long this is gonna happen. And it seems like, at least for now, it's the new norm for people to have to wear these masks." Um, and I mean, even as of recently, when they mandated it for you to, or or I don't know, I don't know, they mandated or strongly suggested that everybody wear them, but uh, it, it it made sense, and uh, people need them, and if you have to wear them, people want to, you know, want to wear something that that they like, and so I just I, I did a, a a run, and they sold out. I did another run, they sold out, and I'm on the I'm I, this is I think the second the third run that i'm on right now and i got more coming in this week because uh i still have people asking me about them so they're doing pretty good thank everyone who's bought one i appreciate it i wasn't trying to like you know take over the mass game or anything i was just adding things uh people would request and and then they're doing good and i appreciate that people are liking them and and uh yeah yeah so been been, been pretty cool yeah i've uh if you're listening to this, uh, check out Heavy Metal Racket on Instagram, at Heavy Metal Racket. Uh, we're going to post the, this video to our uh, YouTube channel for the Scurf Show as well. If you want to subscribe to us there. Um, and, yeah, man, I'm a big fan of these. Uh, what's uh, Do people order these just through your website? Yeah, man. Uh, like you said, on Instagram, it's Heavy Metal Racket. Facebook page is the same. And the website where you can order is HeavyMetalRacket.com. Uh, as with t with the climate as it is right now, I'm not really, I don't even know when the next pop-up would be or, or, you know, I think most bars are still closed. I just got a notification that they'll be opening up at 25% capacity, but 
I don't know who's going to want to go out there. I'm, I'm not, that's not on my radar. So, cause I'm, and I say that cause people are always asked like, Hey, when can I meet you here? Can I meet you there? And uh, I'm not really doing the meetups with people right now. Yeah. Understandably. So, um, well, we're going to, um, get a chance to look at some of your other, uh, some of your other products here later on, uh, during this conversation, I've got one of your Ooh. shirts on as well. Yeah. Uh, love you, this design. You. Appreciate uh, it. I think, I think I got this from an event that you were doing at a uh, real restaurant, but yeah. Um, shout out to real. Yeah. I was wearing this the other night. Um, and at a sitting on the patio at a restaurant in Houston, Kuchar that had just opened up and got a lot of compliments on it from a lot oh, of people. Yeah. So, awesome. um, yeah, so I wanted to talk with you um, before we really you know, look more at some of the other stuff you have, just about your background and um, how you started your business, how you've been adapting and uh, during COVID-19. Uh, but before we got to here, uh, how did you get your start in, in creating this company? Uh, man, you know, little known fact, back in like uh, my main goal, my main passion has always been music. And I got into music production, went to school very briefly for it. Uh, and in 2010, me and two fellow, uh, two fellow Houstonians, uh, one goes by Jedi Master, the other by T. Piper, shout out to them. We got together and we created the Space City Beat Battle. It was a, a competition for uh, local hip hop producers. And we did that for a while. We had a lot of big names, a lot of... Uh, legendary hip-hop icons come down and judge, including people like Scarface, Killer Kylian. And in 2010, that's later that year, uh, is when I stopped going to school and because I learned that I had a child on the way. And for anybody who does music, they know how, uh, how much time it takes to, to do that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to shelve that, uh, my own personal stuff, and I'm going to just keep pushing the beat battle and as a way to like stay creative during that time i created heavy metal racket because i've always been into streetwear um i'm a huge hip-hop head obviously but i'm also i, I love rock and metal i'm some people are gonna give me shit because i say i'm an 80s baby i was born in 88 some people say i'm not an 80s baby i'm a 90s baby <laughs> what have you whatever right so born technically in you technically you're born in the 80s yeah yeah i mean i i don't know but uh yeah, no, man, Pops was always listening to this shit, and I just grew up listening to it, and I mean, I love it, man. I love it all, the thrash, the the, the hard rock, the heavy metal, the glam metal, I love it all. And uh, some of the styles that I picked up on were, were things that you would see people wearing at that time, and, uh, and, and I've always been into streetwear. So heavy metal racket was a perfect way for me to wear the things that I wanted to wear and see the things that I wanted to see and and see the influence that i that i had and i knew i wasn't alone uh growing up in the city in the 90s you know everybody had the starch jeans razor crease and the jays on and nautica polos and stuff and i mean all that's real cool and then you have your clothing lines like at that time maybe like your icebergs and your fubus and and this and that but uh i always wanted to incorporate the things that i like wearing like the classic reeboks that y'all might have seen sam softy pants wearing and uh you know, Adidas, high top Adidas, classic Adidas, things like that. Like I was, I was into that kind of stuff. And uh, it was just the aesthetic of, of everything at that time and in that culture. And being in both cultures, it was a perfect way for me to bring both things together. Even when I was making music, like I would 
heavily sample 80s shit. Like, I don't know anybody else that was sampling Great White to make a, a rap beat, <laughs> but I was. So it was kind of just a, a segue into streetwear. But it all kind of ties in, you know, music, music, fashion. Uh, it all ties in with that culture. And um, I'm having fun doing it. I think I've carved my own lane. I think I'm pretty good at it. And uh, I'm having fun, man. I'm having fun. So you started the company 2010, 2011, is that right? 2011, yeah, 2011. I think 2012 is when I got, like, my DBA and, and all that shit. But 2011 right. is when the inception came about and uh, did my first pop-up at uh, Space City Beat Battle, uh, one of the events that we held, one of the competitions. So, yeah, 2011, I've been, been doing it for a good little while, man. Man, um, and now you guys are – uh, how do you primarily make most of your sales? Is it primarily online? Online, yeah. And uh, I, I try to, you know, get involved with as many pop-ups as I can. If they work, if they're if they're good, if they're uh, if they make sense, uh, I do I do pretty well at at pop-ups. Uh, I do pretty well online, also, thankfully. But primarily, yeah, it's online. I don't have a brick and mortar store at this time. Yeah. Well, um, sounds like it's built for what we're in right now. Uh, oh, yeah. How have, how have you been affected your business um, by the pandemic and what kind of things have you had to do to adapt? Uh, it certainly slowed it down. Uh, so you're looking at maybe about a month, month and a half of where, where it went from, you know, moving a lot to moving a couple of pieces every other week or so, but I mean, it kept moving. It, it certainly wasn't the same at the same rate. Um, I am still, I, I'm still, I still currently have a full-time job uh, for those who don't know. So I'm, mm. I was, I, I can't, I have a full, I have three kids. I'm married. I'm, I'm, I can't afford to struggle. So I was considered essential. Thankfully um, I continued working on that end, but what's your, what's brand, your other job? I'm an electrician in a union, 716. So yeah, yeah, I've been doing I've been doing that since uh 2010 also. All so, right. Yeah, 2010 was a pretty big year, man. I had to if you can see I had to get my life together real quick cuz I had a kid on the way, so I did. And uh but uh it was kind of just like uh it was kind of I hate to say it, man, cuz I know there's a lot of people that were struggling and I don't want to take away from that you know, at all. I, I certainly understand the devastation. I certainly understand the times as they were. I certainly understand how horrible this world was for people's finances and well-being. Um, you know, I, I get that. Um, for me, it was a little, dare I say, therapeutic. Um, if you, if anybody that follows me, if anybody that knows me, uh, I'm always working. I'm always out, you know, the things that some people may can may not consider as work, I do consider as work because it's a it's a networking opportunity. Uh, every time I leave the house, it's an opportunity to meet somebody and maybe make uh, a business move, maybe figure out a way that we could work together. Um, and so, with with everything being shut down, it was a way for me to kind of slow down, uh, reevaluate things, analyze things, game plan on a lot of things. Um, get organized mentally, physically. Um, it was a, 
was like a recharging period. It was a recharge for, for myself, you know, mm. but, but again, I don't ever, I don't want to take away. I, I, I understand people are hurting. I really yeah, do. That, yeah. want to shout out a couple of people who've joined. we got some comments here. Uh, Cactus Music waved at us. Oh. Uh, one of my favorite stores uh, in Houston. Oh, of course. We had another comment. It looks like Alexia Ray said, yeah, that's my big brother. Yeah, that's my that's my little sister. Thank you for watching. Uh, I'm, let's see, trying to read these right now. DP Hizzle gave a thumbs up. We had Jax AM Lucky with a thumbs up. Team Mav Wave, Team Mav 13. Uh, again, if you're just tuning in, uh, Step and pull, also saying hello. If you're just tuning in, this is Oscar Ramirez. He's the uh, owner of Heavy Metal Racket, uh, Houston-based clothing company, um, which I'm wearing the shirt from Heavy Metal Racket yes. right now. Got my mask here for uh, COVID-19 awesome, as well. Awesome. What uh, what other kind of – do you have any other shirts sitting around that we could take a look at or any other product? Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I wore this one because obviously this is like the main hot seller. Um one of the other main designs that that uh, that really goes is is this one here. So I don't know if it, I don't know if the camera's flipping it. it it's kind of showing it in reverse, but it says from a city famous for slow music and cough syrup. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're from the city, you automatically know what that implies. Um, that's that. Uh, I, I have a lot of other designs. Uh, the the inspiration is always there, so the designs are always coming. So. Uh, if you want to see anything else that, that I have, uh, just check it out on Instagram at Heavy Metal Racket. Uh, the website is heavymetalracket.com, and you get to see everything that I'm always putting out, all the designs that I'm working on, and uh, everything that's for sale currently. And uh, But these two are the, are the two main ones that are always moving, because this city is just like the state we live in. The pride, there's no shortage of pride. So yeah, though, though, these two do pretty well. How did you come up with the design for, for these two? Uh, man, like back in 2011, man, like it was kind of just uh, trying to figure out what route I wanted to go. And, and my wife at the time was very hesitant for me to make it a, a Houston brand. Uh, and, and, and not just her, but other, other people. But obviously she's the closest to me that she was saying to keep it broad, to keep it uh, – to make it to where people could sell, you know, uh, and, 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 and it wouldn't just be, I wouldn't pigeonhole myself, but this city's so huge. There's, there's, you can be successful in this city alone. And the turning point for me was, uh, one of my favorite streetwear brands was famous stars and straps. And you look at famous and you look at, even if you look at Supreme famous and diamond supply, Diamond Supply and and Famous being from California, they make shirts that have the state of California. They make shirts that have tons of California references. Even back when you would see like Sean John shirts, they would say like, uh, you know, Miami, New York, Milan, or Italy or London, stuff like that. And I just thought, I, I personally think that we live in the most influential city in the world. And I don't think that, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to sell a Texas tea to someone in New York. If people down here, you can go into old Navy and buy a shirt that says Brooklyn and people wear it. And that's just because of it, because it's Brooklyn, because it's a historical city. 
and mm -hmm. with I mean the entire music scene, uh, specifically rap, they're they're using the screwed up sound. They're using, you know, the chops, the screws, and stuff like that. And I don't understand why we can't. We have to be ashamed of being from where we're from. I don't see why that's a bad thing. Like so, yeah. once I started just tying it into where I'm at, it was like double inspiration because I I listen to rock, I listen to you know hip hop, and I'm from Houston, so I can combine everything because I'm well versed in 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 all three cultures. Yeah, we got some applause there from uh, Doogie Roo who's watching. Hey Doogie, how's it going? Shout out, shout uh, out. Couple of waves here. Got a comment from Ryan Abushi. Uh, power hollywood agent out there watching uh, also a houston native said yeah oh, hey. buddy uh thank you ryan for tuning in old friend from usc uh some more applause from cactus music throw some likes on here on the on the on the feed if you're watching and, and can identify with what oscar was saying about houston um absolutely man i think that i mean it's the fourth biggest city in the country and there's so much going on here and that's one thing that i love about houston as i feel like there's so much pride for the city uh, from people who are from here. And me, I've lived here for 12, 13 years. Uh, and I, I feel like I'm from here at this point, you know? Right. right. Yeah. And I, mean, I agree. Everybody's coming here, man. And, and you know, it, there's a reason why and the culture is so heavy. The culture, you know, when you see, when you see, I, again, I'm young, but I was alive to know when I was alive, when screw was alive. And, and, and to know that there's, kids out there that will still buy a, a shirt or, uh, or, or listen to it. That's, that's saying something that's saying yeah. something, you know, and I've been, I've been blessed to be around uh, heavy hitters in the city who will say that they can go to London and people pull up in slabs, jam and screw. And if you can, if you can say that, I think, I think we've pretty much well established our part and our place and culture. So, I'm unapologetically Houston. Yeah, the first time I saw a slab on a car, I had no idea what was going on. I was at a gas station <laughs> over in the medical center area, and a car just pulled up next to me, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, but I saw one again today. I mean, I think there's there's so much about Houston that's so unique. Oh, yeah. You know, that is – oh, Ryan Lachane just joined. Speaking of uh, Real Restaurant, hey, Ryan. Yo, shout out, Ryan. Uh, I saw it. So you, I, I didn't even notice that tattoo yeah. before. So <laughs> which came this, first? I, I got this in, in I want to say 2013, uh, because when after I made the decision that I, because my original three designs was my main skull logo, uh, in a cam, it had like a camo background, and I did like a rockets flip. It said racket, and then uh, I did uh, kicks, chicks, and licks. Uh, was one of my first three designs. So they were, I mean, I guess with the Rockets flip, you could say it was Houston oriented, but it was, it, it didn't say Houston. And uh, after I made that decision that I just was going to do what I wanted to do, this was the first design that came to mind. I'm like, dude, it would work perfectly. Like it, it's, it's perfect. And so I did it and I ran with it and it, it took off. And uh, 2015 was like the biggest turning point. And and 2020 is better than 2018 so we're doing we're doing good man I'm, I'm i'm enjoying it and i'm i'm having fun i appreciate everybody that's fucking with it and rocking with the movement uh it, i i 
greatly appreciated. It makes it lets me know that I'm doing something right. Y'all, y'all understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah, the so the tattoo that's that's commitment to the brand, man. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Can you show the the design on the back of your hat again one more time? Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Here, this uh, oh, the main skull logo here. I I got it on the on the back of the shirt. Comes on the back of every shirt. So there's awesome. uh that's on the back of every shirt that you buy. And a, a little known fact, man, uh, I actually print all my own shirts. So everyone that has a shirt, it's been touched by me personally. Everybody in the city that's got anything, I've I'm the one that's done it. So that's pretty that's a I'm pretty proud of that. I love that, man. I love that. We got just looking at some more comments and questions here. Uh, we got a question. I'll put it on the screen from Sheptimus Prime. So uh, what's your what's favorite up, design? My favorite design? Uh, man. That's kind of hard, man. That's like asking what's your uh, favorite kid. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, every, every one that I, that I do – it kind of comes on a whim too, man. Like I'm just driving and I'm like, Hey, you know what? That'll work. And, and I get down on it and I start working on them and, and, uh, and, uh, it, it kind of just flows, but <sighs> favorite design. Oh, that's maybe the one that's, maybe the one that's tattooed on your forearm. That's, that's to me, that's the one that's probably closest to me because, like I said, that's the one that kind of, I feel like, took it to the next level. But I don't know. I have to get back to you, Shuck. I'm hard, I'm like, right. You tell me. You leave a comment and let me know what's your favorite design because I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> we got some more comments, uh, lots of uh, fire emojis and uh, the Houston oh, sign yeah, there. Pinche Guzman to. said, unapologetically Houston. They like that. Yes. Um, we got another question here. If you have questions for Oscar from Heavy Metal Racket, fire them off on the uh, the Q and A thing on the bottom. Here's another one we just got from the audience. It's from R. Lashane. It says, "Want to get drunk with me?" Of course. That's not even a question, bro. It's it's that's a given. You let me know. I'm there. <laughs> that's Ryan Lashane, the chef owner at Riel Restaurant. Um, you guys have been out at a at a pop up or two at their restaurant, right? Oh, of course. That's actually where I met you. So, again, shout out, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I knew the answer to that question. I feel kind of silly asking you that. But yeah, yeah. Um, hoping we can have some more events there soon oh, of for course, some more of, of these. Uh, let's see. Shay just joined and waved at us. Oh, Shay, Shay. Ryan said it's on. So, looks like you're getting drunk with Ryan Lashane soon. Sounds good. Uh, I think they're going to be reopening, hopefully, at the end of this week. So, um, right, right, yeah. That'll be great to have them out there. But I wanted to get back with you again, um, kind of on, on the story of your business. You know, you talked about how you have a full-time job. Um, you're doing this as basically, it seems like a full-time side hustle, doing your own printing and everything. How do you find that? I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who have side hustles or have projects on the side they're working on. But how do you find the time to balance the two and, and to be successful in both? Well, you don't sleep. Uh, I, I don't think I've slept since 2010. But um, 
I think the main thing, man, is you have to mentally uh, – it's the difference between thinking, like you said, it's a side hustle and, and thinking or knowing that it's a job. And uh, it was easy for me to get on that track. It was a lot harder for me to convince that to other people. I got to shout out the wife. The wife is, is, you know, holds down the babies when I'm out, and I'm out all the time. I'm out a lot. Um, you, you just kind of got to you gotta do it, you know. Uh, when you're tired, you got to make yourself do it. When you don't want to, you got to do it. There's pop-ups that I go to that I don't want to go to. There's uh, meetings that I attend sometimes that – I may be tired, you know, and uh, I think, you know, everybody talks about sacrifices. A lot of a lot of people that have uh, businesses, a lot of self-employed people uh, refer to them quitting their day job as a as a as a sacrifice, which I understand. And for me, my sacrifice is my time. Um, I sacrifice, I, you know, I don't have a lot of time to sleep. I don't have a lot of time to not do things. And I put all my time into, of course, I got my, my eight hours at work and then I got to come home and I got to do the remaining hours on, uh, on, on HMR. And I also have to find time to spend time with my babies, spend time with the family, you know, and, uh, it's a, it's a juggling act, but I think if you stay on it, I think it can be possible. You just have to sacrifice. There's times where I call people on my, like, Hey man, let's, let's go do this. You know, this is, I think it'd be good if we do this and that and, um, you know, I'm going to have lunch with my, with my dad. I'm going to have lunch with my mom or I'm going to take my girl to the mall or, or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And, and which is fine, man. Hey, I trust me. I've sacrificed a lot of, there's times where I didn't go to birthday parties cause I was doing things. And by no means am I saying one is more important than the other. Um, I think that they both have to be equally important. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the same way you can't call into work, you know, a whole week straight without getting reprimanded or you can't show up to work late without getting reprimanded. You got to put the same uh, energy into your, into your, into your, into your brand. You know, if I say, if I get home and say, ah, man, I'm tired. I don't want to, I don't want to print. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to ship. I don't want to work on designs. Then it's going to slack. And, and then I'm going to slack and the brand's going to lose its, its, its power, its stamina. You have to be able to think of it as your job, as, no, I need to do this. I need to do this because of this, or I need to do that because of that. And and uh, staying passionate, too, man. Like, uh, if it's just a money grab, like I said, like, you know, you have people that are making masks. And if they're just making the mask, hey, people are making masks, and here's a mask, and I'll put something on it and put your order in 10 bucks. Well, it's not as motivating because then it becomes a job because you're doing something just because you're trying to make 10 bucks. But right. if you're trying to make the dopest fucking mask that anyone has ever seen, then you're more motivated by that. You know what I mean? Like one thing that I'm never tired of doing is creating designs. You know, I could be tired as hell, but still stay up to two, three in the morning because I'm, I'm trying to get details of something right. So to sum it all up, you got to treat it like it's a job. You got to have, you got to make sacrifices, time management, and stay motivated, stay motivated, stay passionate about whatever you're doing. And if, I think if you work on all those things, you can make something pop. Mm. I'm, 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 you can use me as your uh, example because it's working for me, I think, I hope. 
Amen to all that, man. I love that. Getting some more comments here. I want to read from our Instagram live, and we got some likes coming in as well. Um, Mr. Zeta123 gave a thumbs up. Uh, we had another comment from M underscore VLZ. It said he's definitely always busy. <laughs> Hashtag steady grinding. Uh, Donkey Boy is in the house. Was good. But he just said hi. It wasn't a very interesting comment. but oh, He's not a very interesting person, so. <laughs> nah, what's good? That's my, hey, that's my dude. That's my dude, Donkey Boy. Don't get it twisted. That's he's helped me out a lot. Shout out to Donkey Boy. Team Mav thirteen said much love. Uh, how have good. so Donkey Boy? Uh, for those who may not know, one of the more prominent artists in Houston. Um, sorry, my app just paused for a second. Uh, friend of both of ours. How did you get to know him? And um, man, that came by. That the, came by. Yeah, no, nah, that came by uh, by chance, man. Uh, I had been following him for a while, obviously, because he's Donkey Boy. And, um, you know, I've been going to his events at Eighth Wonder and such. And uh, when he was doing the Donkey Show, he just hit me up randomly. And uh, I, he did that with Boys in the Barrio. Shout out to Boys in the Barrio and Bentley. And they hit me up and asked me if I wanted to be a guest on the show. I'm like, hell yeah, I'd love to be a guest. So I came through. Uh, we did our episode. And from there, we've been linked up. We've been uh, connected ever since, and we've been – he's helped me out. He's put me in a lot of good places. He's introduced me to a lot of good people. And, uh, yeah, man, I can't, I can't, I can't thank him enough. He's, he's helped me out a lot. He just called us uh, sexy guys in another comment. So <laughs> thank you for like that, that, too, Alex. That's why, yeah, we're, that's why we stay friends because, you know, you can never – you can never – you got to gotta learn to hype up your homies, bro. You yeah, you got to have friends them. who make you feel good for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay, we had another question here I'm going to put up on. Uh, and, again, if you have questions for Oscar, please feel free to send them in. Uh, or if you just want to tell us that we're sexy, we'll, we'll take that too. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. This is from Step and Pull, which is a, another brand I really like. Um, and they've asked, uh, your biggest growing pain when scaling the business? Ooh. Uh, having to work more to keep up with the orders. Having to uh, that, and having to be having to really do the big boy business stuff, the paperwork, the money, the uh, all of that stuff, the Uncle Sam stuff. That's that's not fun, but it's necessary. It's necessary. Um, I also took time during the 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 shutdown, this pandemic thing, to to learn as much as I could about that stuff and and get all my you know, all my business points in, in, in order. And, uh, but I would definitely say that and just keeping up with the, as the brand grows, you're going to sell more as you get, you know, as you, as you're building, as you're growing, you're going to have an influx of, of orders and people interested. And, you know, you're, you got to keep up with that. You got to meet, you got to supply the demand. So that was, was kind of hard. And, uh, the big boy business stuff. Yeah, and I like it when the audience asks questions too because that takes some of the pressure off me. So keep them coming. Oh, in you're if, good. You're good. If you guys want. <laughs> Again, uh, if you're just joining us, Oscar Ramirez, the owner of Heavy Metal Racket, Houston-based clothing company. Uh, I'm wearing one of their shirts. Oscar's got that tattooed on his forearm, which he was showing us earlier. Uh, which I love. We got to get uh, Ryan Lashane to get one of those tattoos, man. That's what I think sure. the next step is. For sure. For sure. 
for sure. Um, comment from Steppenpool, they just said, in response to what you just said, they said, facts, sometimes you have to let go of certain parts of the business so you can focus on what you do the best. Yeah, 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 that's, uh, that's definitely on my radar. I don't, I, I don't like screen printing. I just learned to screen print so that I could uh, build a brand. So, you know, I don't want to be doing the things that I have to do and, and eventually I'll get to that point where I'm not doing that at all. But as of right now, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing it. That's, that's the other part of the, the struggle, you know, the, the sacrifice, the struggling artist thing is that's where I'm struggling and sacrificing is I got to do the dirty work still. Right. Right. So we got the masks here. I was showing this earlier. Yes. Uh, yes. Which I, I love these and they're washable. Just, uh, yes. Been wearing this around a little bit again. And I was telling you earlier on this, I'm not just trying to make you feel good. I get tons of compliments on this stuff. I'll get mine on too. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Mask on for, for this portion of the interview. Uh, what's next on the design front? Oh, uh, man, a lot of stuff. I'm going to take it off just so you can hear me. <laughs> a lot of stuff, man. Um, I'm always creating. I'm always working on new things. Um, when things started shutting down, I did that little, uh, elimination competition for the designs and I saw what everybody wanted. So I'm, I'll be releasing those shortly because, uh, now that everything's opening back up and I can get back to doing what I have to do and work on these orders and such, um, I'll be putting those out first and foremost, cause I know everybody wants them. That That's one of the main designs everybody's always asking about too. So, uh, that'll be first, um, once everything gets back to normal, I do want to get back with uh, with Eighth Wonder. I was planning the swanging and headbanging party, and uh, that came to a halt. That was supposed to be April 10th. So shout out uh, Eighth Wonder Distillery. I was I was really looking forward to that. I think we were gonna blow that fucking place up, but uh, we had to postpone it, put it off, obviously because of the the global pandemic. But uh, for those that were, you know, I, I got a lot of questions on that. So if I may explain a little bit. So swinging and headbanging was just a heavy metal racket party that was going to be at 8th Wonder Distillery. Um, why is it called swinging and headbanging? Because that's, that's what the brand is about. You're just swinging because we, we're in that culture and we're headbanging because we're in that culture as well. So that was just the name of the event. Um, I, it, it was, it was, we had a lot of good ideas. We had a lot of good, uh, we, I think we got the ball rolling on it pretty well. And I thought it was going to be, I, I, I mean, when it happens, I, I know it's going to be something great. Uh, it just kind of got derailed because of all this stuff. But once we reschedule it, I, I hope everybody can come out. Uh, I got something even bigger planned. That I had a call coming in. Uh, I got something even bigger planned that that the swinging and headbanging showcase will lead into, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, we can get the ball rolling on that soon. I just want everybody to be out there, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. I love it. For people that are from Houston, uh, can you explain swinging? Yeah. All right. So if you're not from Houston, man, we got what they call the slabs, and uh, we can we can break that down too. They they. Um, as Kiki said, if I may quote the Don, referring to the slab wasn't the car initially. It was the concrete slab. It was on a nice sunny day. You pull the ride out and you're going to hit the slab. So you're going to go park the car. 
So somebody who ain't from the city, the slabs is when you, you know, a lot of people that ain't from here don't really like them. You got the big elbows poking, the big rims that stick out, and you don't want to park next to them because you're afraid they're going to scratch your car. Those, 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 that's the swings. And, and when you see them in the music videos, they're, they're coasting left to right, side to side. That's swinging. So that's swinging to be exact, swinging in the slab. Headbanging, that's pretty much cross cultures. Everybody should know when you're headbanging, listening to the music that I'm listening to. So it was just a, another way to combine cultures, and, and we're going to throw a party, and it was going to be dope, and I want everybody there. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, Sheptimus Prime also asked if, if you'd be making body suits anytime soon. I will be making body suits. I will be making body suits. Um, if I may, if I may, I'm not a very uh, toot my own horn kind of guy, man, but I didn't see too many people doing things for the ladies when I first started. And with the brand being what Heavy Metal Ragged is, we're all about the ladies. We're all about the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And uh, we're all about the women. And uh, that's why when I first started, uh, I didn't, not against male models. If you, you got a, is there a male model out there that thinks he's got what it takes, come through, man. We, we'll line something up. We'll do some <laughs> shoots. But uh, I started doing all my shoots with, with females, with ladies, with girls. Uh, to me, that embodies heavy metal racket. Again, sex, drug, rock and roll. We're all about the debauchery. We're all about uh, keeping it uh, raunchy. And uh, the bodysuits are coming. Uh, I got a lot. If you look at the website, I got a lot of uh, tanks, uh, tees. I'm going to be doing the bodysuits. And I want to do a lot more things for the, the, the women because uh, the women are running things, man. If you don't think so, you're wrong. Women are running things. And women want to women wanna be fly, too. And women look better than we do, so you got to cater to that. I would not disagree with that at all. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, DP Hizzle said he needs that bodysuit. Um, Chris XPJ said HMR has some fire models. <laughs> shout out to Chris and shout out to D Fizzle. I appreciate that. I get you. A, I, I I think about getting you a bodysuit. D Fizzle's the wife. And, uh, Fizzle. Chris, I've been pronouncing the name wrong the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're good. And and uh, Chris, Chris been wanting <laughs> to be a model. We're gonna y'all need to follow Chris and check him out. Look at him, man. He's got the perfect body. That man needs to be trying to get him to do a, uh, uh, to do a photo shoot. Like I said, you know, you gotta big up each other, bro. You gotta big up. You gotta let him know. Yeah. You get Donkey Boy and Ryan Lashane on to be male models as for well. For sure. The, the body that... suits. Y'all be the perfect models for the body suits. We'll make it happen. Uh, Grace Gibson, my fiance, who I think is watching from the other room, she put a bunch of hundred emojis after you talking about. Um, that was in response to you talking about catering to women and and all that. So of course, she's all on that train. Uh, Thank you, Grace. I'll be sure to get you a bodysuit. <laughs> uh, Durf Designs said, "Tell him." Chris XPJ said, "Shut your ass up." Uh, we got another comment in here about banana hammocks. Uh, now we're getting the now we're getting a little bit off the rails here with some of these comments, so we may just uh, conclude that portion of the show. <laughs> but but uh, one of the fun things about doing live, I got to tell you too, um, and if you're listening to this later, um, we're recording this live on Instagram, and it is it's been a little difficult for me to be doing these on Instagram live and trying to read comments and get people's names right, and it kills me because. Uh, some of the people are people I know, but then other ones, it's like, all right, I don't know how to sound this out in the yeah, middle of an interview yeah. as we're talking, but I appreciate you helping me out with some of the, uh, nah, you're good. Some you're of the good. proper names there. 
good. Uh, Oscar from Heavy Metal Racket. Again, uh, one of my favorite clothing brands. Got the shirt. Got the mask. Uh, You got some great new stuff you've been dropping. We were talking about COVID-19. And um, you were saying about some of the things that have been positive for you about it. Just wanted to kind of hit on that again, uh, maybe for people who weren't watching earlier. But what have been any silver linings for you out of this out of this whole experience of the pandemic? Uh, I think I, I touched on that earlier, uh, just kind of like a recharging period, kind of like a way to get back uh, to declutter mentally, to declutter physically and uh, and 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 kind of strategize what I want to do and how I want things to run once everything is back up and running. So it was kind of a recharging period. And I don't think I'm alone in saying that, you know, I've seen a lot of people Mm -hmm. who who were happy, you know, it was kind of a way to, to get back in touch with uh, what matters and kind of like a detoxing period. You know what I mean? And uh, if I could say anything was a, was a plus of that, it was, it was, uh, it was that recharging, saving money. You didn't have nowhere to fucking spend your money. Again, again, I don't, (laughs) I don't mean to take away from I, I I realized that you know my wife was 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 uh was was working with uh, was uh without a job for a small period of time and uh just like millions of other people so I don't mean to take away from anybody you know or make light of a situation that was horrible for so many people uh for me I it was a way for me to save money I'm not going anywhere there's nothing to do uh, it was a way for me to get organized again physically with all the merchandise and rearrange things and kind of work on like a streamline and how to make things easier for me and learning the ins and outs of the business back end. And uh, so it was like a, it was almost like a a growth period if I may say so. But yeah, uh, my heart goes out to everybody, man, who was, who was really, really feeling it through this, through this time. Uh, We had a comment earlier from our buddy Noke, just want to shout out Noke for the comment earlier. I think you just gave it's us good, a thumbs no. up. Uh, Cam Franklin at Bam is Cam just joined from the Suffers. Hey Cam, she hey, was on here. I need to meet you, Cam. I'm a fan, and everybody knows you, and everybody's friends, and I'm kind of jealous. And you guys are dope. So shout out Cam. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah, we had we talked to Cam on one of these a couple of weeks ago, and um, that's all. Yeah, man. Maybe we could get her some uh, heavy metal racket gear. But Done deal. Done deal. Wanted to ask you, talked about being from Houston. Uh, what part of town did you grow up in? I grew up on the southeast side, man. That's, that's where all my family, majority of my family still lives. So y'all can typically catch me all on, uh, over in the southeast. And uh, that's where I was stomping around as a kid. And then later on in life, I was living on the east side. So, But southeast, oh. that's where my heart is. Wanted to make sure to give them a shout out. Wouldn't, wouldn't be right if we didn't yeah. in this interview. So. Of course. Shout out the whole Southeast. Awesome, man. And anything else you want to talk about that you have coming up on the horizon? Uh, just, just, just rock with me, man. Rock with me. I, you know, I, y'all may not know me, but I know y'all see this everywhere. And while I'm showing this, man, I want to shout out my boy. I guess we'll start off with, I shout out my boy, Rob G. Cause uh, aside from donkey boy, between Rob G and donkey boy, these two dudes have, put me in an amazing uh, company and put me in, in positions to meet amazing people and talk to people that I might not have ever met on my own. So shout out to, uh, to Ralph G shout out to donkey boy 
And uh, shout out my boy Corn Blakes who customized my cap for me. Y'all see that? Look at this. I've been trying to tell y'all, Corn Blakes the truth. See that? Look, you got the, the snake skin up top, the leather underneath here. Got the snake skin on the back. He puts it down. Corn Blakes, just like corn flakes, like you eat, but look up Corn Blakes on IG. So shout out Corn Blakes, Blakes. guy that I met through my boy Ralph G, and uh, came through and gave me some customs and hooked me up and and. Uh, I even have a snakeskin case on my phone, which I can't show you because we're talking on the phone. But <laughs> shout out to uh, everybody, man, that's that's played a, a, a pivotal role in in in, uh, in helping me get to be where I'm at, to be in the eyes of people that matter. You know, you, you can you, you know I, I I do the work alone, but the momentum is built by people who are actually fucking with you. And uh, I've been blessed to, to say that some some really cool people are fucking with the brand and helping me push it along and, and putting it in front of people's face uh people's faces and, and showing them things and so i want to thank everybody especially you bro i mean you know thank you for for having me on and ryan doggy boy and you know everybody man appreciate it Means yeah man oh ab absolutely man and i was i was wearing this i was trying to wear this mask earlier it's hard to talk and also like oh yeah yeah. To, to you know if I'm smiling or if I look like I'm pissed off or whatever, so I had to take it off so we can <laughs> right, right, right. communicate. Yeah. But yeah. I love the I love these masks. Uh, and Thank you can you. if you're listening, uh, again we'll be posting the full uh, version of this interview uh, on Scurf Show YouTube as well as on uh, as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and uh, most places where podcasts are played. So, uh, man, really enjoyed talking with you. I I love. Uh, what you've been doing with your brand. I'm glad we got to know each other over the last several months through donkey boy and through real. And, um, you know, obviously a big fan of, of your gear and uh, happy to try to get the word out about what you're doing, man. Of course, of course. So, uh, one more time, if, if you're listening, that's Oscar Ramirez at heavy metal racket is a heavy metal racket.com. Is that the website? Yes, sir. Heavy metal racket.com, heavy metal racket on IG, uh, heavy metal racket on Facebook. Let somebody know. Tell your mom. Tell your girl. She'll like it. Look out for those uh, body suits coming soon. I'm going to have to get me one of those for sure. For sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Make it happen. Right. Thank, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and for your questions. And thanks again, Oscar, man. Really enjoyed talking to you. Yes, sir, bro. Peace. See you.